The following program contains views and opinions which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, when my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life. But the Bible teaches there's a time to laugh, and this guy right here can use three or four good minutes of laughing. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Anything you look at, Anybody you hear, you just get this sense, now. Now would be good. Now. That'd be great. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we tend to be more absorbing and less doing. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Just proves that God could use anybody to do anything anytime he wants. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. Let me repeat that just in case you missed it. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. Eh, we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, when at uh, 11.30 at night, you buy two air conditioners because your house is about 86 degrees at 11 p.m., and then you decide, you know what, I'm going to go pick them up early in the morning at my local Walmart, yay, and then you go to that local Walmart, and they've sold both your units after you paid for them and put them on your credit card. How do you respond to that? Eh, maybe you don't want to know. Hey, if you've got a thought, if you've got an opinion, if you've got a question, if you've got a comment, reach out to us. We want to hear it. Not for kvetching. That was all the kvetching I'm going to do. Oh, sure. <laughs> but let's put it this way. If there's something you want to share, something the Lord has blessed you in, something the Lord has challenged you in, and you're trying to grow through it and get a better handle on it, don't hesitate to reach out. We are here as brothers and sisters in the Lord. I'm not your pastor. I'm a brother. I'm either your younger brother, your older brother, or just that irritating brother. One of those three. Just pick. Doesn't matter. Okay? And the bottom line is you can reach out to us by calling 972-445-0770. That's a special phone number. Yeah, because you call 972-445-0770. No, no. If you call 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Captain Chris. Let me tell you what that's like. Talking to Captain Chris is like going to the dentist and having no cavities. Wow! And then you will be...
No cavities. That'd be good, right? Do you like that one? That's, that's not bad. I'm still going to the dentist, though, but I, I'll take it. Okay. I know. The dentist part was a little tough. I was thinking about that. And then I thought, well, I could change it to this kind of thing. And I thought, well, maybe he doesn't want people thinking he's going to a psychiatrist. So I thought, no, I won't do that either. <laughs> so I just thought, I'll just stick with dentist. Anyway, the bottom line is that you can reach out to us by text, too, live during the show. That number, 214-210-8483. Don't call that number. That's the number to text. The volume's on zero, 214-210-8483, 214-210-8483. You can also email david at hemustincrease.org. That's david, as in King David without the king, at hemustincrease.org. As well, we're going to send you to the website. Just a couple of things to tell you, nothing overly complex. There are free brochures for the show that you can pass out. No problems there. There are free books on the website. No problem there. There are free apps that you can use on your phone. No problem there. And then we also need money, and that's not free. So it's just as nice as I can say it. If you have the ability to give, awesome. If not, don't worry about it. We don't judge people based on that. What we do ask is if you can't do 60 bucks, do 60 seconds of prayer. We would greatly appreciate it. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. <laughs> I feel like that's a Fred Flintstone fall on the head kind of thing. I don't know. That's just what I, I get from that. So I'm not going to share with you everything that happened over the weekend. Sufficient to say that before, when I thought Central Air was important, and it is important, uh, then I found out how wonderful a window cooling unit is when I did get them. They are so fantastic. In fact, I stood in front of mine for about 35 minutes going, more, more, I want more. And then the dogs wanted to stand in front of it. So it was really kind of an interesting uh, experience at our house. We'll just leave that there. No complaining, Dave. I'm not complaining. I'm just sharing. That's how you get around that. All right, so bottom line, we are uh, in text uh, today. We are in First Peter. We're going to go to that directly. Before we do that, we want to open with a word of prayer for our nation and for Ukraine, because we've been praying for it all pretty consistently. Thank you for putting up with me on Friday, having to take care of not just the house, but some issues with the dogs and some issues with the car. So there was a threefold thing going on for me going the other day. So things are all better now. Let's just move it forward. So let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up our country to you. And Lord, I, I'm not scared. I'm just like befuddled. I'm like, what is going on in our country? Will you please pour out your grace and mercy upon us while everybody's shouting and getting angry and getting frustrated. We just want to follow you and your plans in this process. You first, your kingdom first. We seek you first. And then everything else goes behind that. So give us the wisdom and the sensitivity to do that. We also pray for Ukraine that has a little bit of up and down going on there, Lord, but we just pray for your grace to be poured out on that nation and the gospel to spread to people, that there be a harvest of first time and recommitment decisions to glorify your name. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, got that? Got that? There, there. All right. First Peter chapter, actually it's chapter 2. Is this chapter 2? Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, this is chapter 2. That's what it says. Okay, it must be. First Peter chapter 2, verse 13 says this. 
This ought to be really fun for people. Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether to the king as the supreme authority or to governors as those sent by him to punish evildoers and praise well-doers. For it is God's will that by doing good, you should silence the ignorance of foolish men. So I just want to take a few minutes to talk about this. This is something we've talked about multiple times on the show. The idea is that we're supposed to, supposed to submit ourselves to government institutions. And the question, straightforward, is how far? And the answer is you can surrender to them as long as it's not a breach of biblically defined requirements, period. So for the government to promote you to murder is not acceptable in the eyes of God. And that, in that point... You are to obey God rather than man. That's just how you make that differential, right? The real question is, is the government, which is supposed to be punishing the wrong and praising the right, is the government putting darkness for light or light for darkness? And then in that issue, what can you do as a Christian? And I can tell you right now, as much as people want to rise up in their anger and their frustration, there is no weapon formed against us that will prosper and no more powerful weapon than the power of prayer. Prayer has changed not just people's hearts, but changed families, cities, states, countries, the world around. And that's the weapon that we have. You just go into Ephesians chapter 6 and start going through verse 12. Start going through it. Bam, 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 bam. You're going to find out. Prayer is what covers the entire armor. And we as Christians need to be devoted and committed. We're not supposed to be praying for people to get swallowed up. Okay, That is just an expression of anger coming out in another way. That's not what we should be doing. We should be using the weapons of our warfare, which are godly in the Lord, speaking the truth, praying to God for his help, because with the Lord, he can save with many or with few. It doesn't matter. And then the other part about that scripture is this. It's God's will. I want to know what God's will is. Okay. (laughs) It's God's will by doing good. You should silence the ignorance of foolish people. That's, that's God. I want to do God's will. Okay. There it is. Well, I don't want to do good. I want to throw water balloons at people. No, that's not okay. What you do is you overcome evil with good. That's what the scripture teaches us. And so we should be those people that are like, yeah, that's right. The power that we have is the power to act in the Holy Spirit with the the redeeming work of Jesus Christ through the truth as revealed to us by God the Father. Just look at the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, always active with us together. You function in that. That's the most powerful weapon. It's the most powerful light. And you think, well, some people reject it. Yes, they do. And they will reject you. Ironically, they're not actually rejecting you. They're rejecting the Jesus that's in you. That's the real trick to understand, that this is all about reflecting him glory by glory and step by step. We put to silence, no matter what, no matter how perverted or crazy they all become, with the good things that we do before the Lord to advance his kingdom. That is God's will. 
not having our heads explode every time we read a newspaper. Okay, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Hello, Captain Chris here from the David Spoon Experience. I help coordinate the radio show, and we're looking for a few good people to join our crew and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of the radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, gee, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Me too! The truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you already have all that you need to have to be part of this ministry. Uh, but Chris, don't I need to be perfect? (laughs) No! Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website, and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position, so you may appeal to a higher power. The David Spoon Experience. Again, Dr. Robert Jeffress. Doctor, are you there with us? I'm here with you, David. Uh, I'm so glad that you're here. I got to ask you this question. I'm, 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 you know, I, I get a little fiery, especially when uh, Christians are being accused of things that are uh, false, and that happens all the time, especially in the media. And I think you're, if you remember our very first time we ever talked, I told you how impressed I was with you that you are able to keep your uh, spirit steady. <laughs> well, I appreciate that so much. You're a good friend. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Here's the thing that drives me absolutely batty, which is where I need your help now. Uh, I understand this uh, situation with uh, with Tim Tebow. He was going to do a dedication for you. He got a lot of pressure, apparently, from the media. The media accused you of being uh, uh, homophobic and anti-Semitic, which for me, I mean— it was, it was, I guess when I first heard it, I was overwhelmed. First of all, anti-Semitic is a person who discriminates against or is prejudiced or hostile towards Jews. You've been on my show. Now, this is three time, and I'm as Jewish as they come. Yeah, well, David, I mean, the charge of anti-Semitic comes from saying that everyone, including Jews, must trust in Christ in order to go to heaven. Uh, that is hardly anti-Semitic. In fact, I have a Jewish friend in New York who called me this week. She's not a Christian, but she said, I don't understand all of this, said, I don't believe in the New Testament, but you do. You're simply saying what the New Testament says. And, you know, David, we've said before, you know, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. And I remind people, Jesus was not a Southern Baptist evangelist. He was a Jewish rabbi. And yet you look at what he said, what the Apostle Paul said, the Apostle Peter. Here are the three most prominent men of the New Testament, every one of them a devout Jew, and yet they said there's one way to God, and that's through faith in Christ. That is not anti-Semitic. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Here comes your first trivia question. Should be an easy one. It's a true and false. True or false, so it's 50-50. Okay? All right. A man named Cleopas... Or Cleopas, okay, I don't care. Cleopas was one of the people walking with Jesus on the road to a village named Emmaus. True or false? 
True or false? If you're looking for where that might be referenced, I will give you a chance to look it up. Luke 24. That'll give you a chance to really check it out. If you think you know the answer, you can call in at 972-445-0770. We have eliminated all shock systems. You will not be shocked. Number two, you can text in 214-210-8483 as the texts are piling in. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. One thing I do want to do before we move on is I want to pray for our audience. We had a lot of people that go through a lot of personal things uh, that have uh, either texted me or reached out to me in a couple of different ways. So I'd like to pray for what I would call the wounded right now in our in our uh, audience, in the, our group. And there are people that are really hurting. So let's just pray for God's grace in that. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and praise you for everything. And, you know, Lord, I sit here and complain on the air about some of these silly things, but some people are going through some serious struggles. And we lift them up before you. They're going through health issues, uh, mental health issues, emotional issues, financial issues. People are really struggling financially, and people are getting frustrated. And we lift up these people to you who listen to this show, and we ask you, Lord God, not to exclusion of anybody else, but these are the people we know. We ask you to pour your grace into their hearts, to pour your mercy into their minds that they would not be so overwhelmed by circumstance, so overwhelmed by situation, that they fail to see you and fail to draw close to you. A couple of them are really hurting, Lord. We ask you to raise them up inside and out. Have mercy upon them. Let your grace protect them, your mercy protect them, your love protect them, your kindness protect them. Let them know how much you care. Let them find great strength from a God who comforts. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, so we'll go back now to uh, the trivia question, true or false. A man named Cleopas was one of the people walking with Jesus on the road to the village named Emmaus. True or false, if you're not sure where that would be located, ge uh, geography, geography. Uh, Location-wise in the Bible, we'll just go with Luke 24. <laughs> Boy, oh boy. Uh, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. Please keep uh, the ministry in prayer as we are seeking wisdom on either expansion or some changes that are coming. So uh, nothing drastic that I'm aware of other than this week should be a pretty mellow week for Davey because I've got most of my homework done and loaded. Hello. So I'm about one, one, five, six hundred word post away from defense only, which would be like, wow, that'd be huge. All right. So I want to go back to verse 16 in First Peter chapter two, live in freedom, but do not use your freedom as a cover up for evil. Live as servants of God. Treat everyone with high regard. Love the brotherhood of believers Fear God, honor the king. Now, you read this passage, and the first thing that people say to me, and they say a lot of times, well, we don't have kings around here. It's like, you're really, you're, you're really not getting that, are you? It's like, I don't think they're saying, well, honor the king, but hey, if he's a president, spit in his eye. I mean, it's like, that's not what it's saying. 
So come on now, stop that stuff. There's there's a point where you can be frustrated and express that with people that are close to you, bring it before the Lord, but you can't be going around just barking and barking and barking. That's What is that going to do? You know, I mean, there's, there's, there's one group that I touch. It's like they want to have a Christian militia. It's like, have you lost your minds? You don't have a Christian militia. This is, it's absolutely crazy. So the idea behind this is for us to follow Jesus. We're supposed to live in freedom, but we don't use that freedom as a cover-up for evil, which is a nice way of saying I'm free in the Lord, free to sin my brains out. No, you're not free for that. Sorry. You know, you, you, you might want to be a sin master, but you're not allowed to do that. That's not permitted. Or what we used to say in San Diego, used to call people sin heads. So the bottom line is you, you can't do that. You can't present yourself before the Lord, find freedom from your, you know, the things that have enslaved you, and then use your newfound freedom as a cover-up to do bad things. It's not okay. We overcome evil by good and by the forces of good, they don't mean a bigger, you know, a bigger weapon. It's good. It's the things that we do. Jesus went around doing good. That's what we do. That's our that's part of our weaponry, too. And so it says, live as servants of God. You are many things, but before you are anything else, listen to me. You are a child of the Most High God. That's your first priority. Does that mean you can't get involved in these kind of things? No, it doesn't mean that at all. Does that mean that I, I shouldn't have a, an opportunity to share? No, doesn't mean that at all. Not, not saying any of that. I'm simply saying no matter what you do and how you do it, it starts with you on your knees before the Lord, and then you partner with God in every approach you take. How can that be wrong? Right? Well, that doesn't satisfy my flesh. Sorry. You're right. It doesn't. Then it says, treat everyone with high regard. Love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. It's not that uh, some people don't deserve rebukes because the Bible says open rebuke is better than secret love. Of course some people do. Some people are complete hypocrites, especially more so in leadership than almost anywhere else. I don't know why people are yelling at the church for being full of hypocrites. Just look at the governments. They're full. And that's more hypocrites than the government. Why are you going to politics? That's well, What's one more hypocrite? I mean, that would be the, the truth of that. But— the Christian is not in a position to just diss whenever they feel like it. That's inappropriate. In fact, any person that you talk to, you know this, or any person that you hear about, you know this. Any person can be touched by the power of the Holy Spirit and become a brother or a sister. Then what? Then all the bashing? Well, sorry for all that bashing. It's like that. That's not the right way to do that. The right way to do this is through the Lord. Now, I believe that the Lord's going to, you know, it's going to be pretty clear that the Lord's going to make this extreme distinction between believers and non-believers, between goats and between sheep. And I'd rather be a sheep and go to heaven than a goat and go to hell. I mean, that's, I don't think that's complex. But I don't have the, the position to tell everybody what the truth is in and around the, the way that things operate in governments because I don't know them. Here's what I do know. I know who holds the truth, who is the truth, and who offers me eternal life. That's what I know. I don't—I hate to say it this way. This is really mean. I don't have a lot of confidence in things that we hear or see, no matter where they're coming from. I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know who to trust. Who do you trust? I trust the Lord. 
I can f- get a fixed vision on him because he's the only one that's not trying to do something that's sneaky. It's like, okay. And this is why, I mean, people are, this is why I became a Christian because even in the realms that my own family was in, I mean, there was some pretty shady stuff going on. I, just don't, I don't want that. I want the righteous and the true. I want the pure. I want it to be as good as it can be. And I know I'm, I'm messed up. I don't have a problem with that. But I want to be able to rely on the love and the grace and the mercy of God to keep me going forward. I don't want it to be stuck to this world and how the things flow on the news or how they flow from politics. I want it to be the Lord. I love that Moses spent so much time with God he needed to put something on his face. He was so close to God, he was glowing. I want that so bad. That's why I can't wait for heaven to be so awesome. And so what we're told to do is, hey, look, here's how it goes, folks. Live in that freedom, but don't use your freedom as a cover-up. Don't don't use it as a cover-up from evil. Live as servants of God. That's what we are. I rejoice to be a servant of God. I am a slave of the Most High God, and I love it. Treat everyone with high respect. Love the brotherhood of believers. How often do you care about others? That's a big component that demonstrates our true heart. Fear God. Have a reverence, respect, awe, and appreciation, and honor the king. Don't just sit and swear. I mean, that's not—what is that? We can do better than that. And all we need to do to recognize, I mean, I, I mean, it's the nicest way is we submit ourselves to God, and then if something that the government or somebody else wants us to do is a breach of his commandments, we go, no. <laughs> See, why? No. <laughs> That's even easier sometimes than to say yes, right? I mean, I saw the movie Yes, Man. It was dumb. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is no. I can do it. Because God gives me that ability. And you know what's even greater? When you stand in the Lord, you stand. When you swim with the world, you're drowning. So my encouragement is for us to catch it and do it wisely. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Boy, what? who knew I would be going on this kind of... T- See? See what happens when I don't have air conditioning? See? You guys ought to be praying for my air conditioning. Then it'd be your show might be funner. Or maybe not. Uh, True or false, a man named Cleopas was one of the people walking with Jesus on the road to the village named Emmaus. True! The answer is true. Luke chapter 24, verse 13 through 18. That is the truth. And you remember, it was in fellowship when they were breaking bread that Jesus revealed himself. Don't think that's not a hint, right? In fellowship, while they're breaking bread, all of a sudden, they can see Jesus. Maybe something to put into our little notes could be a good idea. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Going to take a short break, then come back. Don't go anywhere. Just as I am, he reached down. What is the David Spoon Experience? Here is a DDD uh, entitled Custom Eyeglasses Used on Others. Custom Eyeglasses Used on Others. First Samuel chapter 18, verse 9. So Saul watched David jealously from that day forward. Uh, stop. There it is. So Saul watched David jealously. From that day forward, 
How do we see people in our lives? Saul saw David through jealous glasses. He put on these glasses. They weren't the ones from the Lord, right? They were glasses that had much more flesh in them, and then everything was tainted. This is what happens to you and I, and let's just do the honest, you know, those honest moments where we put on our glasses regarding regarding some people because almost every time we get a communication from them, there's just something coming that's just low. This is going to be lousy. I haven't even opened it. I'm already dreading it, right? Have you ever gone through that, right? Or every time this person texts me, I'm not smiling after I read it or something along those lines. And it could be somebody who, you know, has got a spirit of complaining. It could be somebody that's got a, a spirit of pride. It could be any of those things, right? And you're just like going, oy vey, right? But you're not saying it much, but you know how you're seeing it. And that's custom glasses. You've already put the glasses on. You've already determined how it's going to be. You're already seeing it through that slant. It's not that they've never done anything. It's just that you and I tend to stay in those zones and see people that way. And so no matter what was going to happen with Saul and King Saul and David, David was going to impute evil motives to Saul's actions. I've gone through this with a professor. I'm just confessing. Right. I had a professor uh, before we started the radio show and my buddy in the in the process was a pastor was my like a schoolmate. And he would write me and go, what's why does she, you know, jump on you like that? I mean, he was asking me. Right. And I'm like, every time this <laughs> statement, I, I just and I just and instead of having any kind of change of heart or mercy, I was I was mad. But my anger did not work the righteousness of God. And sometimes people do that because of other reasons. It's not because of you. And we need to do a better job of not wearing custom glasses where we see the downside on people. So the question to ask is what kind of glasses do we use with others? And are those glasses approved prescription glasses from God? 